When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the last thing someone said to you before they died? My grandma told me she loved me and how I saved her life by buying her that cordless phone, 90s, because she was just laying on the bathroom floor, but she carried it with her like I told her and was able to call for help. She had crocheted a bag for it, she was in the end stages of cancer and I was driving up 4 hours every weekend to stay with her, I'd bought the phone a few weekends before and told her to take it with her, she never had a cordless phone so it was a big deal for her, she religiously kept it charged and on her when she got up, she told me she'd see me that weekend, she died that night, but she died in a bed, with care around her, not on the bathroom floor alone. My mother was at the end stage of leukemia, I called her to see how she was doing. She was pumped full of morphine and close to the end. She told me she loved me and we hung up the phone. My dad called not too long after and said she was near the end and I needed to get on a flight immediately. I caught the next flight out to see her before she passed away. My uncle picked me up from the airport and informed me she had died while I was on the plane. God, I cannot imagine how much that must have hurt. So sorry for your loss. You don't have to visit me every day. I'll leave hospital in two days anyway my father said. I replied I'd still visit next day as I'll love him. In the end we both were right. Sadly, he died 25 hours after that talk. So I visited his dead body next day. And he was transported out of hospital two days after we talked. I think this exchange will stick forever in my mind. I'm so sorry. My wife, not to me. But to our 14 year daughter just as A and my 7 year son entered a store. Oh, daughter name. I'm fainting her heart just stopped. Dang I'm sorry you guys had to go through that. See you tomorrow. My father on the phone. I found him dead in his house the next day. Fell. Cracked his head open. Oh that's awful I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Be a good chapter my grandfather. I do try to be good. To be kind and respectful to others. To give what I can when I can. To stop and help when it's needed. I'm by no means perfect. No one is. But striving to be better for others is the best any of us can do. And what he was like right up till the end. He was so loved by the community the church at his funeral had people standing in the wings. And it had a capacity of 1000. He actually was forced to retire as a GP by grandma at like 75. But still snuck out to see patients. He had a practice behind the house with a few doctors. Yay my grandma told me to be a good boy look after your brothers and your parents I love you she held out to talk to me I flew home and talked to her for 2 minutes then she started to die. I was the last person she talked to. She have had a lot of death in my life mostly all more tragic than my 93 year old chain smoking grandma but I miss her the most. Oh it's fine. Just her bump to the head. I'll take a painkiller and have a nap. Love you. My mom died of a brain hemorrhage 5 hours later. This hits close to home. I was home with my mom and little brother when she started feeling unwell. We fought about her going inside to rest. Long story short, we got her to a hospital in time that she eventually recovered from her hemorrhage. 
That month while she was in the coma I often wondered if our last interaction would be a fight. I'm so sorry your mom didn't survive hers. Bye. My name. It was my big brother. He was in late stage terminal cancer. He passed at home the following night morning. My dad said I'm gonna pass out. I'm passing out then died in my arms. OMG that's tough. Hugs my friend. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. My grandfather had been diagnosed with stage 4 cancer and refused all treatment. In his words, I'm 86 years old. What the heck is the point the last time I saw him he looked bad and was clearly in a lot of pain. But he kept insisting that he didn't want anyone making a big fuss over him. He died 3 days later. The feel of accepting death wakes a huge dreadful feeling in me. Sorry for your loss. A man who helped raise me died about 2 days after I saw him last. Our final interaction was him telling the most embarrassing story about me to my new girlfriend. Thanks Steve. It's what he would have wanted to end on. The last conversation I remember having with my grandpa before he died he asked me if I was still playing guitar, and I said I was. My grandpa tells me every time I see him how much it makes him happy that I play. My grandpa, on the phone, I wish we could have met. He lived in New Zealand. I live in Australia. I had met him, many times, tore me up inside that it had been so long since I'd visited him that he'd forgotten me. It's not you, I promise. When my grandpa was gradually getting worse dementia, my dad visited him 3-5x a week and talked to him on the phone multiple times a day, usually the same conversation, because grandpa forgot. Even with that, every time dad saw him grandpa would, sometimes gently, sometimes not, chide him for never coming to see me. I don't remember specifically but I was telling my mom about how I was excited to finally move out and buy on my own. Well my own with roommates. And she gave some sort of no word verbal acknowledgement. She had a stroke in her sleep later that day. Tucked in my gf. Kissed her goodnight. Told her I loved her amd would see her in the morning. She kissed me back said love you babe and she passed that night. I found her in the am. When I went to kiss her goodbye before I left for work. ETA. I am totally floored by the traction this seems to have gotten. First thank you so much for the love condolences, and stories that you all have shared with me. I am both in awe and honored. Second, I am getting through, one foot in front of the other. Some days are better than others. Thirdly she died from complications from a number of things she had going on. Type 1 diabetes, arthritis, fibra, congestive heart failure, and reduced kidney function. And it didn't help she spent half of deck, pretty much all of Jan and nearly half of February in the hospital from complications stemming from breaking her ankle, pneumonia, and an infection in her hardware for the broken ankle. So this wasn't totally out of the blue, but it still sucks. I've learned it never gets better, you just get used to the idea that they're gone. To some of the younger redditors, don't be afraid to love, deeply, honestly, openly, it's worth the pain that sometimes comes. When we go the only things we leave behind are the stories people tell and the memories we've made. So, enough of me being maudlin. I'm gonna have another beer or two and go to bed. Happened to me and my boyfriend. He kissed me on the forehead. Told me he loved me. He went to take a nap. But I couldn't wake him up. It was the day after the best Valentine's Day. My grandpa told me I was his favorite grandchild before passing. 
that caused quite a stir of jealousy afterwards amongst his children and grandchildren. Pretty much ruined the memory. Fortunately, not the feeling though. My friend's grandfather died a few years back. He had six grandkids and asked to see them all alone and individually told them that they were his favorite and to not tell anyone. He died a couple days later. I thought that it was funny and sweet. Alright clone. Talk to you later buddy. Guy I played Codure with for a while. Went by the name of Pepper. Really good dude. I can't remember when. But it wasn't long after that I got a message from one of the other regulars on that server that Pepper had died. Sent me a link to a news article. Apparently he had confronted some guy early in the morning for riding his dirt bike up and down the street making a lot of noise. The guy and someone else came back later to confront him. They ended up running him over twice. Killing him. His nephew came out. Just in time to watch the tires go over his head. He was such a cool guy. I always enjoyed playing and talking with him. R.I.P. Pepper, miss ya man. It's weird how those gaming friendships can run deep over time. I want to live. I don't want to be fed and watered and turned to the sun like some kind of plant. Since this blew up, he did die. He was going in for brain surgery and the outcome was questionable. Him saying that made it a lot more possible for me to consent to withdrawing life support when it became necessary. Oh this is so sad but also sounds like whoever said this was a strong person. I hope they found P-Sex. My husband, trying to get out of the hospice bed, again, when he didn't have the strength to stand. In exhausted frustration I snapped at him, and he laid back down, saying I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The last words he ever said to me, he died a few hours later. It haunts me still. My grandma was in hospice. She just looked up at me and whispered in the smallest, most childlike voice, I wanna go home. I still hear that to this day. 99 year old grandfather after recurring many heart attacks over a couple of weeks. Tell. Wife. I said hello. I will see you later with his slight grin and a wink. He knew. I knew. We all knew. Great guy. And always had a great attitude under any circumstance he faced. That felt kind of heavy, but also kind of nice. You all knew. He went out with a grin, and with you by his side. What a badass. The one that always will stick with me was when I was working on the ambulance. Got called to home during a blizzard for a 35 year old male seizing and foaming at the mouth. Me and my partner and a trainee I had with me go and respond. And while en route get an update that patient was now conscious and admitted to ingesting poison intentionally. Poison control and medical control call us to advise he admitted to using strychnine. A potent nerve toxin used in the old days for rodent control on farms or industrial sites primarily. We get up to the house and I start talking to him. Get an IV established. Give him activated charcoal per med control. And he is completely honest with me. He tells me he took it cause he had been fighting depression and anxiety for years and work finally put him over the edge. While his girlfriend was in the shower he mixed it into his drink and chugged it and took some sleeping aids hoping he would pass in his sleep and be less traumatic for his girlfriend. He went to bed like nothing was wrong and his girlfriend came out to find him seizing on the bedroom floor. He grabbed me by the shirt and he said I'm so sorry. I'm sorry I did this to you. He seized again while holding my shirt and began to vomit and aspirate. He went pulseless shortly after and me and the trainee did CPR for 16 minutes, unable to travel in the storm. That is one of many calls that will stay with me forever. On a coaching course for a week. How are you guys? 
Last WhatsApp message from my brother. I never responded because I was too busy. This one kind of hits me harder than most of them here. Sometimes we just keep living. Sometimes we go on weeks or months without catching up and in that time something can happen. The worst is how sudden it is. No crescendos or legendary send-offs with well though words. You just find out. Thank you. As usual, it's really about time I returned the favor. My older brother had told me this countless times before. He almost always said it when he left. I responded with the usual. He was strange in the prior conversation, but because he seemed in a better mood than normal. That last goodbye, the same as always promise that had just become a formality, just felt so normal. I had no idea he'd already resolved to take his own life. He was saying goodbye for good, and I didn't even notice. My uncle was hit in the head with brass knuckles and his last words to me were I wasn't hit. It was just a door 12 year old me said that wasn't a door. You were hit and he said then why'd you ask? We were both laughing about it and he said he was okay. He wasn't. That and my aunt I was making something for when I was 11. I kept telling her to stay for 5 more minutes while I finished. She said I'll be back early tomorrow. She passed away that night. My best friend. It was great to see you. Can't wait to hang out with you again soon. He died a few weeks later in a snowmobile accident before we could make time to get together. After he passed, I decided that if I ever had a son I would give him my friend's middle name, Aaron. Fast forward 10 years and my wife was pregnant with our first son. When she was having trouble detecting his movement we went to the hospital and she was given an emergency c-section. We didn't realize it until later but Aaron was born 10 years to the day that my friend passed away. Aaron was released from the NICU 8 days later, on what would have been my friend's birthday. Wow that is a wild timeline. My mom fell into a coma about a week before she died from lung cancer. Don't smoke, but the last time I saw her conscious. She called me by my childhood nickname and said she loved me and was proud of me. In terms of a parent's last words, it was the best thing she could have said. I still tear up when I think of it, 10 years later. The last thing my dad said to me was, My sister, is taking me to the hospital. I'm not feeling well. Tell, your daughter. I said I love her too and I will see you guys soon. He went into surgery and never woke up. Died 4 days later. Sorry for your losses. But I think that when your mum called you by your childhood name that just symbolizes that no matter what, you're always gonna be their kid. That's beautiful that they still have that in their forefront of their mind, to be somewhat childish, near the end. My father calling me and wishing me a happy birthday two weeks before he passed away, two days before I flew home, two months ago. The day before my grandfather slipped into his last sleep my car broke down. He heard about it and gave me a lot of money when I visited him. The last thing he said to me, I wanted to see you smile for one last time. For me, my grandfather was lending me his truck so I could take my stuff for my second year of university. Last thing I heard him say was don't forget to check the oil. Died about 2 weeks later suddenly, my dad and I took that truck to the funeral, and on the way there the oil light came on. About 6 months ago I was with my mum on the phone to my grandma who was dying from covered pneumonia. Mum said to her I love you. She replied I love you too. Her words were barely audible over the phone with her breath so labored. Grandma, 
who I was very close to, didn't know I was also on that call to her. I couldn't bring myself to tell her I also loved her because I knew I would have broken down and burst into tears as soon as I opened my mouth to speak. I wanted to tell her so much. I was desperate to, but just couldn't. She died an hour or so later. I love you too were the last words I heard her say, but I still feel horrible sadness and regret that I didn't tell her I loved her while I had an opportunity in her final moments. She was such a lovely part of my life and I'll never stop missing her. She knew, and she knows. Put the regrets behind you. She knows. Love never ends. My father was mostly non-verbal and not lucid while declining from cancer. I was sitting bedside when he suddenly woke up and started getting out of bed. Where are you going? Dad I asked. He looked at me, his eyes twinkling above a huge smile, and said, I'm going to get some ice cream, boy. Come here my granddad wanting to tell me something before I went to work I said I'll see you when I finish the. He died while I was at work. Kills me inside knowing he wanted to tell me something before he died. Maybe he wanted to tell you that he loves you because he knew he was about to pass away. Saw my childhood best friend after a few months. We were both busy and walking opposite directions and I told him I'd come over tomorrow to catch up and play some Xbox. Died in a car crash that night. He was 14. Would be turning 20 this year if he made it. Ah that hurts to read. I also lost a friend at 14. Two years back. Hope you're doing well. Don't stop riding. My dad, brother and I were heavily into mountain biking. My dad found a group through his work that rode their bicycles in a group on the weekend. I was a teenager at the time but I became friends with an older lady named Joyce. On a road ride one morning, all the slower people, me, my dad, Joyce and a few others, were drafting off each other. When it was my turn, I accidentally clipped Joyce's handlebar and she went down hard. Now it was a nasty fall, but it wasn't bad enough to cause anything serious. Her protective gear should have saved her, but she was down. She was in a lot of pain and couldn't move without crying. We ended up having to call an ambulance. 14 year old me was distraught that I hurt her so bad. A week or two later we get a call. Joyce had advanced stage cancer and the unexplained extreme pain from the fall was related to it, and that was how the doctors discovered it. I'll cut this short, the meds didn't work, and she was told she had less than 6 months. When it was our turn to visit her, she let me know that she doesn't blame me for what happened, and that I shouldn't let this stop me from riding. Don't stop riding. Your accident may have been a blessing. Not everyone has a chance to say goodbye, she did. My aunt's last words that I heard from her were you've grown so much as I was a little kid, about 5, and she hadn't seen me for a while. The sheer innocence and love in that phrase is what I associate with my aunt now, and she was amazing. My maternal grandma said something similar to me. I immigrated to the USA with my parents when I was 4 or 5 and didn't visit it again until I was like 15. At that time my grandma was bedridden and I was told she had lost her memory. But when I met her she was lucid enough to know who I was and asked me how my mother was doing. Thank you for taking such good care of me. You did a wonderful job. My mother after a stupid accident caused her to die a little prematurely while she was terminally ill with pancreatic cancer. I was her primary caregiver for the last 7 months of her life. We knew she wouldn't wake up in the morning. It'll be 5 years on the 3rd of June. Still hard to think about. I lost my grandma exactly 6 years ago. I know it's hard, 
but I also know that they would have loved to see us living at the best we could. Sending a lot of hugs. Before my husband completed suicide, he jumped up out of bed and said I'm just so rattled. I'm going to go call. My friend found him passed about 2.5 hours later. I talked to his friend and found out he didn't actually call him that night so I think he just said that to keep me from following him. It was late and we both had to work in the morning, but this particular friend was someone he talked to when he was having problems with his PTSD. My friend in college died by suicide. He sent me a message on FB messenger saying I need a hug, but FB messenger glitched, didn't send me the notification, and I didn't see the message until after it happened. Painful to remember. When I woke her up she said why did you wake me up? After I kissed her goodbye she said you can't wake me up anytime. That sounds like real love. I am so sorry she's gone. Not sure if this counts, but a friend from university who was in Denmark, I'm in the UK sent me one of those multimedia messages. I assume it was because it was a really long message, but I messaged him back, thinking maybe it was just a picture at the time, and said you should get whatsapp my guy. I can't see what you've sent me, I didn't get a response, and found out a week later that he had killed himself. I was never able to convert the message after and I have no idea what he wanted to say. I still think about it from time to time, but I try not to linger on the memory now. It feels too heavy. My ex used to give a work colleague a lift to and from work. We were about to have time off for a holiday. On the last day before we left, the work colleague said goodbye and thank you. After our holiday, we called in to see him to check for future travel arrangements to find out that he had died while we were away. Didn't say anything but I got a thumbs up. A friend of mine's brain cancer came back. He didn't want people seeing him too much because of what the chemo was doing to him. After he was hospitalized I arranged to go visit him. He was completely out of it when I got there but I had a nice conversation with his wife about all the arrangements they were making so they could bring him home the next week. I was going to leave but his wife woke him up so he knew I was there. He was too out of it to talk but I got a thumbs up. I went home and started talking to my friends about putting together some kind of welcome home care package. I got a call the next weekend to say he had passed. That was about 5 years ago. I still have the care package. I don't know what to do with it. Give it to his wife. I think she would like to see how much all of his friends cared for him. And how much you loved him to do that for him. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Bye for now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.